everyone. This is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back with Chris Gonzalez from Good Tube Kids. And we're talking this week about apologetics. We're talking about this war that we're facing in the digital realm. You know, we've talked on these topics in the past and it just like, it's something that is part of our lives. And even with homeschool families, we... We are exposed to the same things that the non-homeschool families. As a matter of fact, I would say our kids sometimes have more time to be exposed to the digital world than sometimes kids who are sitting in a classroom all day um, have a chance to because our kids are home. And I think sometimes as Christian homeschool families, we just take it for granted. Oh, we're a Christian family. We homeschool our kids. And so our kids, like I know what they're doing. And you can't possibly know every single thing that your child is doing on the computer or on their phones or on their tablets, whatever device they might have. It's really, really hard to keep track of all of that stuff. And so I think training our kids, and we talked about apologetics in Monday's episode, but I think training our kids up to know what they believe and why they believe it and be able to defend that that belief, which really is what apologetics is, teaching them those things through homeschooling, through family discipleship, through mom and dad really coming alongside of them. And as Chris mentioned before, being intentional with our time. We have we can't just say, oh, we spend time with our kids. We have to be intentional about the things that we're teaching our kids. And it's so very vitally important for us to spend time every single day training the hearts of our kids. Don't think it's going to just happen um, by magic just because they're home with us. So anyway, we're going to keep talking about these things. But first, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, CTC Math. If you guys, we're well into the school year now. If you are looking for a great online math program, maybe what you're doing is just not working for you. There are tears, there's frustration. Whatever your kids are using, it's just not working. And maybe you are like me and you do not know how or want to teach teach math to your kids. Try CTC Math. It's free to try out. I think you get the first like 15 lessons for free. So you can get a really good idea. Um, of whether or not that's a good product for your kids, ctcmath.com. And if you sign up after you do the free trial and it doesn't work for you, for like 12 months, they offer a free 100% money back guarantee. So you can't lose. You can't lose. Try it with your kids. See if it works. ctcmath.com. Well, Chris, welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. Um, It's been such a joy talking to you. Let's talk about uh, the importance of Christians really kind of taking a forward-leaning stance to push back against this culture war that we're in. Mm-hmm. How, why is that important and how, how do we continue to do that? Well, I, for so long, we, I talk about how as Christians, we lived in a really pretty protected environment, particularly here in the US. It was uh, you know, based on uh, Christian ideals and principles, and we've lived through that for some number of years, but for a long time, the tide has slowly been changing. Mm-hmm. And now it's at our doorstep. It's in our schools, it's at our doorstep, it's in our media. And so no longer can we just batten down the hatches, close the doors, close the windows, because we're going to end up with no place to go. And so we need to go out and push back against the culture. You're seeing that with parents going back and saying, this cannot be in our libraries anymore. You know, this pornographic material for children cannot be in our libraries anymore. But I think in the digital realm, it's happening so fast, or we think that um, we talked about Disney a little bit ago, right? We've seen the cancellation of Disney. So it's, it's finally starting to happen in the digital realm, but there's a lot of things that just slip by, particularly because they're free. So mm-hmm. we think that they're free. Now I always say, if it's free to you, 
then you're the commodity, right? Your eyeballs and time are what's paying for this. And so we're going to have to push back against that by making things somewhat inconvenient. Most parents have gone out and said, well, I'm going to cancel Disney. I'm going to cancel Netflix after Cuties came out. I'm going to cancel HBO. Well, where do they turn? You know, so yeah. we need uh, Christians to step in and fill in that realm and mm-hmm. say, we're going to create something to fight back and, and take back that space. Now, if you're anything like me, when I before I started GoodTube Kids, I said, what am I supposed to do? Create YouTube or GoodTube for kids? Uh, and I wouldn't be able to do it if the Lord wasn't guiding my hand there. But as a parent, it's going to be making the choice to support those and step away from things that used to be uh, nostalgic to us. You know, Disney, we talked about, used to be this this place that everyone loved to go. And, and now you, you can't trust what they're putting out there in yeah. modern day without screening it first. And so... That means we're going to have to leave what is potentially convenient, seemingly inexpensive or cheap or what we've always done before in order to explore new arenas and tell companies with our time and our money mm-hmm. that we're not going to support what you're doing. You know, I, I wish these companies would go back the other way. I wish the days of Mr. Yeah. Rogers would return, but I fear that they are long since gone and we're going to have to make choices. Yeah. I think it's interesting this past summer, uh, when June came around, of course, June is, is, um, you know, LGBTQ pride month. And in past years, I've always really despised going like, especially to the mall, you go to the mall in the month of June. And it just seems like there's just rainbows everywhere. And we're not talking about the rainbow of God. We're talking about a rainbow celebrating the, the, you know, Mm -hmm. sin of pride and it's so discouraging. And this year was the first year, and I don't know if anybody else noticed this, but it was the first year that I went into the mall. Now we live in Oklahoma where, I mean, for the most part, we're more conservative than for sure California and some other progressive mm-hmm, places. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, we're still the world, you know, we still live in a sinful world. And so most of the stores that we went into in June, they were not displaying rainbow anything. Like they were just, they might've had one or two t-shirts, but they weren't they weren't celebrating it. There weren't big posters. A couple of stores there were, but for the most part, they were not doing that. Even PacSun, my girls like to shop at PacSun, and I fully expected that we were going to walk in and there was going to be rainbow everything, and it just wasn't there. And I was so surprised, and I thought maybe, just maybe, these companies are starting to listen. Maybe they're starting to understand because, like you said, people are starting to vote, quote unquote, with right. their dollars. They're starting to speak right. up with their money and say, I will not support this organization because they stand for everything that goes against the truth of God's word, which Mm -hmm. I mean, that goes back to the whole public school system and and all of that, you know, they're teaching our kids everything contrary to the word of God, but the world is doing the same through digital media. They're teaching things that are contrary to the word of God. And that's why it's, it's hard to navigate through these times Mm -hmm. with our kids because we can't, you go to Walmart and you walk through Mm -hmm. the, Mm -hmm. Makeup department. Well, you probably don't walk through the makeup department, Chris. (laughs) Probably not too often, but your wife might. Right. Right. And you see posters of boys wearing makeup with Mm -hmm. mascara on. So it's just so devastating. And uh, so we try as a family to not put our money into those organizations. But um, but but it is it is hard. You know, you people Mm -hmm. will say, "Well, Mm -hmm. you can't avoid everything." True, but we can avoid as much as possible. Oh, absolutely. 
No, you're absolutely right. You know, I'm I'm sure using in the media realm that I'm in now, I'm sure that I am purchasing server space and software from companies that don't 100% align right. with uh, the Christian worldview. I, I, I know I know they don't, but we need to be that intentional persistence. I'm working to uh, do what I can, where yeah. I can, um, to be a, a light for Christ. And I'm willing to, A, sacrifice uh, either time or mm-hmm. money or... Um, but popularity, you know, maybe I'm saying yeah. something that's that's not popular, but you know, as you walk through your, with your children, um, either through their life, through the digital media that you're watching on TV, or and you see something pop up, like Sean McDowell says, like others say, that's an opportunity to have a conversation mm-hmm. and to explain. When you sigh at the commercial or you say, let's not watch this commercial. Well, well, why? Why shouldn't we do that? Well, let me explain to you why this is. And it's not just that we we uh, it's not that we are vitriolic or or angry at those people. Here's the worldview they're proposing. And and why do we believe? Why is that incorrect? And what evidence do we have to support that? The same thing in the store. Uh, You're going to run across it uh, and you're going to you're going to say, this is what we believe. This is why we believe it, which is just as important. This is why we believe what we say to be true. And why is that? How is that incongruent with what we're seeing? And so we talked about in the first episode, how do we prepare our children? Those talks. It's yeah. easy just to try to avoid it, but that won't prepare them. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a great point. I know many, many homeschool families, and I think this seemed to be more kind of several years ago where homeschool families wanted to protect their kids from everything, every danger of the world. And so they did, and they weren't allowed to watch anything of the secular realm. They couldn't listen to any secular music. They couldn't look at any secular magazines. They, Mm -hmm. They monitored every single thing that their child was exposed to. And we know people um, personally right. who were raised in those types of homes. And yes, we want to protect our kids. Believe me, we 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 keep our girls in a pretty tight bubble. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. as they're getting older, that bubble is expanding quite <laughs> drastically right. um, as we let them out because they have to go out into the world. And so we talked before about being in the world, but not being of the world. But a lot of those kids, when they, when they got in the world, they didn't know what to do because they, it right. was like this culture shock for them. They literally had no idea how to handle all, all the stuff that was then at that point fascinating to them. They're like, oh, this is what I've missed. I want to explore this thing now. Um, mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. think that it was really detrimental to a lot of kids. And I don't mm-hmm. see that so much now in the homeschool world, but it's still there a little bit. And so I think there's this balance between protecting our kids and what they're exposed to. And at the same time, teaching them, here's what the world is saying. And here's what we believe, because this is what the word of God says. And mm-hmm. knowing Again, going back to apologetics, knowing what they believe, why they believe it, and being able to look at everything compared to God's truth and being able to think logically through what they're exposed mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. Um, and being able to just be discerning um, with, with right. what they're going to, because they're, they're growing up very, very fast. <laughs> so right. let's take a break. We'll be right back. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5555. 
888-565-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Chris. Um, Chris, and, and I think it was in the first episode, in Monday's episode, you talked about how you and your wife have decided to homeschool your son. He's nine years old. And I love that you've done that. I think it is the most important decision that we make because the culture war is first fought in the home. Um, absolutely, it is. it starts with the parents. What are the parents teaching their kids? What worldview are they teaching them? How are they raising their kids? And so you talked, of course, about how your wife does the lion's share of the homeschooling, which in most cases, that's how it is. Not every case. Mm-hmm. We know lots of families who's, who the husband is the one who does the majority of the homeschooling. But overall mom is typically the one who is has taken on that role of homeschooling her kids but dads have such an important role as well talk about that why why does dad even matter cuz i mean dad goes off and he works and he provides for the family and provides for mom to be home mm-hmm. to do this but dad still has a really really important role in the family so what is that role boy that is such a important statement and it's so understated in today's society one of the really big things with good tube kids that i want to do is provide a positive male role model for both young boys and young girls that positive male role model is so important for each of the the sexes as they grow up and in modern media the the father is just the idiot uh, you see on mm-hmm. tv shows it's turned into just the a, a trope that the father's an idiot, particularly Disney did this. The parents were both usually fools, but the dad was just so easy to prey upon. And we're long since gone from the days of Father Knows Best, the old, yeah. uh, the old black and white show. But fathers play a critical, critical role uh, in the erasure of the father's role or fathers feeling like they don't need to play a role in that in the upbringing of their uh, children um, has has really really leads to significant problems. So um, as a father, I'm able to come in and because I'm also a pastor and, and a Christian apologist, when we encounter worldview questions, I'm able to come in and handle those worldview questions based on my studies. And that doesn't mean that there aren't uh, plenty of mothers out there who are uh, well studied theologians or Christian apologists, but it, it's it's so uh, wonderful to come in and have those talks with my son. Um, I'm also able to guide him and rear him in a different way than uh, my wife would because we're, we're naturally gifted with different ways to encourage yeah. uh, our youth. And so there's a place of refuge with my wife, right? And there's a place of challenging with me. And obviously there's balances between both, but as a father, I want to help challenge and grow and callous my son a little bit so that he's ready to be a father one day. And that's, that's nowhere to be seen in the media. Yeah. That, that's nowhere to be seen in modern TV. And so 
If that's what our youth are taking in, is that's how a relationship works. That's what a man is supposed to look like. Uh, just this morning at a men's group, we were talking about the grind mentality that's being promulgated on social media, YouTube, on these reels. People like Andrew Tate are who our young men are idolizing as what they're supposed to be like. And that's a uh, caricature of manhood. That, that's that's not what to to die to, to die to oneself and to live for our families is to live for Christ and thereby serving our families is supposed to look like. And so we need to really focus on not just are we being the father, but are we teaching our children either how to be the father or what they should look for in a potential husband or uh, a father of, of their children in the family? Are we showing them that uh, in what we do? And so I was telling my son, you know, the things I want you to get in every day are faith, family, and your fitness. Mm-hmm. And so he was, he was understanding that these are the three things I want you to focus on and work will fill in plenty of your time. But I got to make sure that, you know, when I'm reading the Bible in the morning, he wakes up and sees me in my office. I'm not just doing it for show, but he sees that's genuinely important. When I say, right. uh, let's put away our phones and let's have dinner together. Uh, let's focus on our family. Right. Um, and when we focus on both our mental and physical fitness in order to be able to serve the Lord and to serve our families best, uh, these are not the messages they're getting from social media, not the messages they're getting from um, YouTube and, and the like. But that father's role will be more impactful if he is intentionally persistent than any of those social media platforms. Yeah. I like something you said. You talked about you know, p- potential um, husbands. And when you look at the dad's role, I think a lot of times people think, well, dads are dads to the boys. And and obviously they're dads to the girls too, you know, but moms are moms to the girls. Mm-hmm. And, you know, dad kind of takes care of the boys, mom takes care of the girls. But I think as God designed the family, it's just mm-hmm. as important for dad to take care of his daughters because he is the one who is setting mm-hmm. that example of what a godly man looks like. And exactly like you said, that she, so that she will know growing up, this is what I need to look for in a husband, mm-hmm. in a godly man. And so it's a high calling and it's scary sometimes, <laughs> both yes. for mom and dad, yes. because we're sinful and we hurt our kids and we hurt each other. And, you know, it, that's where we go back and say, kids, we're really sorry. We've screwed up here, but let's, let's reset. And this mm-hmm. is what God's word says about who we are as a family and what my role is as father, what my role is as mother, um, and really trying to teach that to to our kids through living it out. And mm-hmm. uh, I wish we yes. lived in a perfect world where there was no sin, but unfortunately right. we do not. So, so yes, dads definitely have a very important role in, in their families. I, I remember I was so surprised, uh, you know, the Berenstain Bears books. Oh yes. And yep. I want to say, I think those were written in like the fifties, maybe forties or fifties. Mm-hmm. They were, mm-hmm. they were, they were written a long time ago, maybe not quite that long. I don't know. Maybe I'm just dating them too long ago, but, <laughs> but they're old. Um, I mean, they were around when I was a kid and they had been around, I think for some time. And in those books, I read one, it was probably last year. I picked one up mm-hmm. and I was reading it to someone. I don't even know who I was reading it to <laughs> or why, but I read it and I was like, this is the most offensive thing because Papa Bear was the lazy, dumb, didn't know anything. And mama bear comes over and, you know, she takes over whatever's going on and the kids are the smart ones. Sure. And I thought even in this book, that's 
many, many years old, they mm-hmm. still, they were trying to pass on that idea that dads mm-hmm. are worthless. Dads are lazy. They're not needed in the family. Right. I am mother, right. hear me roar. I am child, hear me roar. And dad is not really needed. He's just more of a nuisance. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a scary mm-hmm. time, but we're out of time. We will be back tomorrow. Uh, we're going to talk more about the digital world and what's going on with that. And Chris, he's he has studied this um, deep. He has studied it long and he knows a whole lot about it. I Like he's saying things even before we started recording that. I was like, I didn't even know that. Um, so he, he is well studied in this area. So we're going to talk a little bit more deeply about that. Really quickly, Chris, tell us where we can find you again. You can go to goodtubekids.com. And you can find all of our resources there, particularly our free weekly newsletter for parents. Uh, You can sign up there for that with resources to help you protect and prepare your children. Okay, sounds great. We'll put those links in the show notes. If you guys have not yet watched the movie, which we're talking about digital media stuff, if you have not watched our movie, Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution, you can download it for free. You can stream it for free, I should say, at schoolhouserockedmovie.com, or you can find it at our regular website, schoolhouserocked.com, along with lots of other fun stuff. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com rocked. We shouldn't feel ashamed that uh, we use the tool of media for entertainment or education. It's a wonderful tool. Mm-hmm when it's used properly, when when we can trust that it's it's doing what we seek for it to do. When we hear family friendly, we hear made for kids, we think, mm-hmm. oh, well, it must adhere to the values that I think would be safe for a child. But right. if we've learned anything from what's happening in the libraries, just because it says family friendly, just because it says safe, doesn't mean that it adheres or much less reinforces Christian values. We work right. so hard to teach 